Hello and welcome to the February edition of Biff Pal Bam. As always, I'm your host Paul, and joining me, I've got two of my regular co-hosts. First of all, Josh. Hello there. And Tony. Get your rocks on, get your rocks on, honey. Brandon. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I think you probably know why what I've been watching this week. <laughs> yeah, Tony's Tony's finally caught on to Cloak and Dagger. Woohoo! <laughs> But Craig sadly can't make it tonight, as we've been talking beforehand, he is in Outer Mongolia <laughs> at the moment. Um, not really, he's in Scotland somewhere. Um, no, not really, he's sat next to me. <laughs> we're, we're, having, we're having a couple's night. And that's why Josh was late. Um, but we have replaced Craig. Um, I wouldn't say by someone better, but actually, yeah, I probably would. Um, oh, dang. <laughs> we're we're joined by uh, the head honcho of the After Dark Podcast Network, Mr. Nicholas Branch. Uh, uh, hello, thank you for the introduction. Um, I'm obviously here to do uh, assessments on uh, the members <laughs> of the After Dark Network. You know, that is a proper podcast network. I need to make sure everyone's up to scratch, basically. So Paul said I'm on as a guest, but actually I'm here to uh, He's adjudicated. Yeah, Mr. Rosers. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, I'll probably know more than Craig does. Mm. So there might be a bit more knowledge this week. Yeah. Oh, God, we're not doing educating a scouser. Oh, no. No, we're not this week, sadly. Sadly, no. no. Uh, Hopefully, he'll be back for the next episode and we can can give him some more more pointers um, in the comic book world. But, yeah, we've invited Nick on tonight, um, mainly just because we had a slot, and, and Nick was bored. He hadn't podcast for five days, four or five days, is it? it? It feels like longer. It's probably only been about four days or three days, but, yeah, for me, that's an eternity. Yeah, I'm kind of expecting, like, an Oliver Queen monologue now. My name is Nicholas Branch, and for five <laughs> days I have not podcasted one single piece. It's more eloquent than I would have done it, to be fair. <laughs> but a yeah. couple more F words and stuff in there. Yeah, probably. And a few more beers. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> Some cockney wide boy comes on and immediately he's effing and jeffing, is he? <laughs> oh, I see. Stereotyping. From a scout. Oh, my God, Nick, are you related to Donny Dyer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm his cousin twice removed. Oh, that's brilliant. We all are. If we're from the East Ends, we're, we're all related. Ah, oh, brilliant. East Enders is a real life documentary based on some of my family. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's like, so your mom, is your mum Bianca or something? Uh, mm, <laughs> who can I say my mum is an extended? Pat Butcher. That's pretty amazing. Oh, that actually, yeah. that's yeah. a fair uh, point. That, oh, that is a legendary woman. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to tell everybody to get out of my pub, but... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> get out of my pub! Mickey! <laughs> oh. And it descends into chaos within and, five minutes. I've been, here, I've been here less than two minutes, and already <laughs> it's, it's gone from a regularly ske- scheduled episode to some nonsense involving me. I just seem to... <laughs> seem to bring this with me wherever I go. I'm just the worst. <laughs> so, so let's get into the the meat of the subject, should we say. Not Craig's meat this week, but um, we we decided we were going to do something a little bit different. We've done it before. We did it we did it back um, when we were strike, and that was to do a bit of 
fan casting, but we're not just sticking with fan casting this time. We're we're picking characters as well. So uh, we've we've decided that we're going to do um, we're going to cast James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Um, we're not going to stick with the characters that were in the first one, though we may pick some of those characters. No one knows at this point. Um, but we've decided that we're going to pick the team that they're going to going to use um, on our part, what we'd like to see, and who would play those parts. So we're going to each have a team. We've not set a certain amount of characters per the team. Um, I'm sure we've we've all sort of picked around the same amount of characters. I'm sure no one's gone completely overboard, other than Josh, it, maybe. 24, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're casting Keith Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> in well, every single Jordan. character <laughs> is right so I'm I'm going to go to the person that's probably done the most research I know Nick you've well, done hang, quite a hang, bit hang on hang on hang on hang on before we do that I think it's time I've got a little confession to make oh bloody hell he's, he's cast the Justice League or something hasn't he I thought this was a Marvel film. No, it's not that bad. I do know my comic books and I do know my comic book characters, but my confession is I've still not seen Suicide Squad. <laughs> now, now the reason, the reason why I haven't seen Suicide Squad is because I watched Batman vs Superman. Okay. And, and, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't face it. I, I literally couldn't face it. No matter how good the trainers look for Suicide Squad, I'd, I'd already been burnt. And it's one of those films where there's been a few times it's appeared on stream and I thought, oh, should I watch it tonight? And then I noticed some paint drying and I got distracted. And I know (laughs) I should have watched this film before coming on and I haven't. But at the same time, whilst I haven't seen the film, I do know uh, the plot of the film-ish. I have seen trailers, so I know who was in the original. I know the kind of vibe and and everything like that. But most importantly, I do know DC characters. So I just wanted to let everyone know in advance that before we got real deep into it. And I'll do my best to make a good job. Right. So before basically I come up with some big obscure reference and you're sat there like, what? Oh, come on. Like, I'm not Craig. (laughs) (laughs) With some credit. And, and at that point, that is why I am going to go to Josh first, because I know he he has delved deep into uh, the DC world for this. Yeah. I'm not joking, I've got a pure Lois Lane reporter's pad going on here. <laughs> I'm seriously... Right. This is the most research ever done on the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking, I, I actually took some time out uh, yesterday... While sat getting my mum to watch Suits for the first time. And I thought, sod it, I've seen this episode, I'll just jot it down dead quick. Honest to God, 20 minutes. If that's the most research done, I'll take that trophy. <laughs> I will take it. So, no um, to, <laughs> to start off with, um, you can't really have Suicide Squad without Amanda Waller. And personally, I would stick with Viola Davis. Because I just think she's a cracking actress. And I saw her in How to Get Away with Murder. And I thought she was perfect for it before she was even cast. Because she was someone I watch on YouTube and fan cast her. And she got then, then got announced. So, but I really liked her in the film anyway. So, I think she was like, sort of bitchy, but 
calm under pressure at the same time. Like as Amanda Waller has been known to be in the DC animated films, the animated shows, etc. I'd, I'd, I'd keep her. Yeah, mm. no, I can t- totally see why you'd, you'd keep her. She has been a major part of the Suicide Squad, both comics, TV, and the films. So that's not a an out of the ordinary shout, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Can I just can, can I just go and ask a question actually about uh, Viola Davis? Um, did she get away with murder? <laughs> I, I, I basically I can't be bothered to watch the series I just want to know to be honest I didn't finish watching it I think I watched about three episodes and she was she was just bitchy enough for me I was like right fair enough and to be honest it's not that I don't want to go back to it it's just I've got so much other shit that I'm watching Yeah, I'm re-watching Two and a Half Men I'm watching Suits I'm watching old Batman cartoons um, one, out, one out of three is not bad yeah um was Amanda Waller, because I, I haven't gone back and watched this in a while, was Amanda Waller in Green Lantern? Well, um, not really, but the actri- there was an actress in the Green Lantern film we don't talk about. Um, oh, great. <laughs> so I, I, immediately I come steamrolling in and talk about the, the Voldemort of this podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. The film that shall not be named. Um <laughs> That was, I'm probably wrong, I think. Um, I think it was Angela Bassett. Yeah. Oh, no, I think it yeah. was Angela Bassett, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, people wanted her to play Amanda Waller when they announced they were doing Suicide Squad. Um, obviously, they went a different direction, but I would say that's actually a very good bit of casting if they would have gone with her, because looking at how she was in Black Panther as T'Challa's mum, I could actually see, like, she's quite powerful, but slightly vulnerable, but very rarely lets it show, kind of thing. I quite like that, but I'd, personally, I'd still stick with Viola Davis. Mm. I had an alternate casting in there, I think about this this morning, and I'd actually scribble down Gina Torres. Oh, yes, yeah. Tony. Oh, my God. As a, yes. as a more... Not more angry, but a more kind of forceful, a more action-y kind of yeah. version. Tony, have you seen Suits? I haven't, no. Right. She is, like, the managing partner of the the main firm in Suits. If you watch that, you will know why I have just given you the reaction I've just, I just have. Hasn't she just <laughs> got a spin-off from Suits as well? Yeah. And yeah. I can't wait for, I can't wait for it to come out. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. shell suits coming soon to a network near you. <laughs> what is that? Is that the coffee? Oh bit, God! I was gonna, I was gonna say I didn't mean to do the sc- a scouse joke. That wasn't my intention. <laughs> See, that's why I spun it because I knew that's where you were going with it. Defending mine and Craig's territory. All right, all right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony, did, you said you had Amanda Waller on your list. Yeah, I did. I, saw, I sort of scribbled out Gina Torres as an option for that, if you're going to recast it. Yeah. 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 That, so that's that's good. So I'll, I'll move on to Nick. We've we've had Tony and Josh's first picks there. Um, Nick, what about yourself for your first pick? I've, I've got to get my list up now, because I did do it in order. Actually, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I, I, I kind of ch- cheated a little bit. I, I looked up into the, the comic book version mm-hmm. of the Suicide Squad, because I've... I was not that familiar with the the actual series itself. 
Yeah. I'm familiar with the DC world, but Suicide Squad was never something that I looked into. Um, and I looked through the uh, the kind of more modern era version, and I noticed that Bronze Tiger is part of that lineup. Yeah. And I know that he's already appeared in the DC TV universe. Yeah. By Michael J. White. And personally, I don't see why if you had that character in there, and you should because he's very cool looking, why you wouldn't have him uh, playing on the big screen. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. He is my cast as well. Ah! <laughs> I'm not going to go. Half the people I've got on my list, well, I say half, some of them, there's one or two I've actually changed, but some of them are actually ones from the Arrow version, and I've kept the same um, people, the same actors, because I just can't see them being played by anyone else. For me, like, I remember going to see Spawn. I know you probably wasn't even born then. Uh, job, no, I wasn't, to be fair, but I have seen it. <laughs> but I remember going to see Spawn at the cinema, and I was really excited about seeing Spawn. Um, I liked the comics, I had the action figures, um, and was really excited to see it on the big screen. I mean, it's it's naff. It's, it's not a good film, and it you know it wasn't great then, and it's even worse now. But he was mean, by far aged well. not aged well at all. But he was the best thing in it, by far. And he's one of those actors where he doesn't seem to get very many big roles in things, but he always makes the best of what he's given. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I think it's time to give him, uh, you know, a big role in a in a big superhero film again. That's a fair point. Very fair point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good shout because he was that that whole team was fairly underutilized in the. In the Arrowverse, after they decided to do the film, they kind of told them they couldn't use them anymore. So they've it, actually brought them back. Yeah, they have. I'm made up. I love the Suicide Squad episodes. I just wish they'd have kept like the original Deadshot and yeah. um, they had Boomerang in there for a bit as well, actually. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Speaking of Boomerang, that's one of mine as well. I've, I'm keeping uh, Jai Courtney. Oh no, I've recast him as well. Disagreements tonight, mate. Um, do you want to hear my recast? Yes. yes. Do you want to move on to someone else first? Well, it's I been s- mentioned now, so I, I would oh, I right. would bring it up now. So yeah, well, I, I sort of scribbled down a couple of Australians in here actually, but one of them I got in mind for something else as well. Uh, if you're going for a younger version, I go with Liam Hemsworth. Oh, yeah, because he could do the accent straight off as well. <laughs> True. And if you're going to go for an older version, I got Hugh Jackman. And you ignored Paul Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also got Jackman scribbled down alongside something else, which I'll come oh. back to later. Okay. Right. Stupid bush kangaroo. <laughs> go on, Dubs, so, so I'm going to go for my first one, and I'm bringing back a character from the original one. I'm bringing back Will Smith as Deadshot. I think it's he right was. Ball. Absolutely, yeah. really underutilized in that first film, and yeah. the fact that he literally his real his only fight was against Batman for all of about thirty seconds. It wasn't even a fight, let's be honest. No, he one punch and it got on his ass. And he should have been in a Batman solo film. Yeah, and he's <clears throat> just and for me, he's the one that I feel should be leading this group now. He mm. he kind of stepped into that role at the end of the first film. Um, 
And uh, I, I love Will Smith, and me and Nick have had conversations recently about Will Smith um, playing. Well, about our blueies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I still love him. Everything he's in, he, he is good in. Even if the film shit, he yeah. still puts in a performance. And and yeah, mm. he was always going to be my first choice to bring back, and my only choice of people that I'm bringing back. Are you not mean, even bringing back uh, Harley? Nope. Ooh. Oh, oh! So, so Tony and Josh have had two or three each now. So Nick, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go back to you now um, for your second choice. Right. So the thing is, I appreciate the fact that Suicide Squad does have its own things. So I kind of went a little bit outside the box and picked a DC villain uh, that I think should be part or, or would fit in with the Suicide Squad. Because of his kind of, uh, you know, kind of great nature. So I want to put Lobo in Suicide Squad. Ooh. Yeah. Now Lobo has, the box. well, Lobo's always been one of those characters that's been rumored to be in various, you know, his own film, DC films, and never made the, the, the leap. And I think, cause he's a little bit, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously a baddie, but he's had some good moments as well. I think it would be ideal to bring him in. And I don't think... I mean, I think the the obvious choice for Lobo actually probably would have been Jason Momoa. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, he's Aquaman. And he's synonymous with that. So you couldn't do that, especially not in the same film universe. So I went with Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think he could, I just think he could pull it off. See, now you've mentioned it, I, can't, I keep picturing him as it now. You know, I'm going to be able to raise you hair, one, though. Long, longer hair, you know, longer hair. Um, but, I mean, the man, he can clearly act. Um, he's good at doing voices. I mean, I, I don't care what anyone says, you would not know that Rocket Raccoon was yeah, Bradley it's, Cooper. Yeah, it's Bradley Cooper. <laughs> um, and I just recently watched The Star is Born, and again, he's got, an, it's another film where he does an accent, and you it doesn't sound like him. Yeah. So he's clearly got a bit of scope. So I I think he could pull it off. And so it'd be good to see him in a an on-screen role. Yeah. I'm just looking at some of the different incarnations across the comics. And they certainly had yeah, this. Some of them are buffer than others, aren't they? So he could certainly go with one yeah. of the, the more medium-sized guys. I'm looking at versions. Yeah. Well, it's I was going to suggest... I was going to suggest one of the um, sort of buffer versions. What about Teddy Cruz? Um, I I could I could my, see that. My problem with Terry Cruz, my only problem with Terry Cruz, because I absolutely love Terry Cruz, is his age. Hmm. I think he's slightly too old, but I think well, he doesn't fart dust for God's sake. But I get what you mean. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We've been talking about it on another podcast about uh, someone that actually does fart dust. Um, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, he, I think he's like fifty-one or something. Um, I mean, he doesn't look it. I, I completely grant you that he doesn't look as as old as he actually is. But I just think he might be a bit too old to do something that might require that kind of physical... I don't know. He could do it. He could do it. And he's a good actor. So, you know, underused in uh, Deadpool 2. So, mm. again, probably, probably about time he got a decent superhero role. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 
No, definitely, definitely Lobo. Someone, I believe he's about to pop up in Krypton, the yeah. Superman prequel series. He looks ridiculous in it as well. He looks brilliant. Yeah, but yeah, definitely no. He's been rumoured to be on the big screen for a, for a while, and as you say, Jason Momoa was linked with it for a long time until he got got Arthur. Um, but yeah, no, I could definitely see him being part of it. And I thought you were going a different way with who was going to play him. Um, so I'm going to bring up that person now, and the character is King Shark. Oh. Um, I think he hasn't done, been done particularly well on the Flash. Um, no, he's very he, And he's he's coming back. I know they're doing a a versus Gorilla Grodd episode in the next oh, few right. weeks. Um, mm. And Gorilla Grodd was someone that I thought about. It was a toss-up between the two, but I actually thought Flash have done a really good job with Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't really want to touch them. So I, I thought I'll go, I'll go King Shark, and and this is pretty much by the book bit of casting. But Dave Bautista. Yeah. Well, that depends whether he leaves Guardians, which I think he will. Well, I mean, he's he's been very. I mean, I didn't. None of my picks are Dave Bautista. Um, and they, they could well have been because, I mean, he's been extremely vocal in his unhappiness and his loyalties to James Gunn. Yeah. And it was publicly said, you know, when James Gunn was announced, let me know where to sign. So, I mean, I, I think he would re- relish the opportunity to do Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. And doing it, do it in a way that they did with Killer Croc in the first one. Mm. Have, have it as makeup rather than. Like prosthetics mm, rather yeah. than CGI, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he can he can interact with the characters that are around him. I just mm. I think he could be a, a really well crafted character. Yeah. So. Especially with like the sort of dynamic of Batista and Gunn. Yeah. It 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 it'd just work probably. Yeah. So. To be honest, I, I don't, I'd even take Dave Bautista as Harley Quinn, to be honest, with many works on Suicide Squad 2 with James Gunn. So. Just imagine him. Hey, pudding. <laughs> Man's got chops, what can you say? <laughs> oh. So, again, I'm going to skip over you, Josh, because you've had three That's or four fine, picks yeah. now. So I'll go back to you, Tony, this time for your, your third pick. Yeah, now we were, I was talking about this guy a minute ago, and it, it was a character I only really come across this afternoon out of the um, Arrow universe primarily, which would be Hugh Jackman as Merlin. Yeah. As in Malcolm Merlin? No, the character Merlin. Um, he's kicked around in the New 52 a little bit, I believe. The Arthur King version? Uh, yes. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it, looking at one or two of the pictures, if you sort of you imagine Jackman with the ages now, that little bit shaved top of the head, and I think he could certainly carry that off. Hmm. Yeah, that's a a really outside the box pick. Yeah, today. someone that I'd never even knew existed in the the DC world. Obviously, he's a likewise until <laughs> until I was just flicking through the some villains this afternoon. He's an existing yeah, character in the world, remember. but. Uh, but yeah, never knew he was he was in the comics. That's for sure. So that's a, a really good outside of the box pick that would work mm. as well. Yeah, because he's got he's got the skills that you would expect as well. I think for them to to yeah. want. Yeah, definitely. No, that's a a, a great shout. So I'm going to go back to to you, Nick, for your your third oh. pick. 
Jeez, right. So um, I'm I, I really different about who to play this character. Um, I didn't realise they were linked with Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad actually, uh, but Oracle. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and my pick for Oracle, just because I was trying to think of who we haven't seen really pop up uh, in in a major, uh, I state this, a major uh, superhero film before. Um, and so I went with Emma Stone. Ooh. And weirdly, I've cast her as someone else. <laughs> <laughs> now, I appreciate she has obviously been in superhero films, but um, I think I've watched about the first hour of The Amazing Spider-Man, so she, she doesn't count, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good shout. Um, I'll give you who I was going to cast her as. I was going to cast her as Killer Frost. Oh, oh. Race, yeah. No. This is just I, turning to superhero top chumps at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I will raise. I will. I will raise you from Emma Stone for Killer Frost, and will put in my pick for Killer Frost, Natalie Dormer. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Because I'm not being funny. She can be a cold-hearted bitch <laughs> when she needs to be when she's acting. Honestly, if I wouldn't she, care what she was, to be honest. Oh. Uh, not being funny. Oh, that she could read the phone book for two hours and we'd still go and watch it. She randomly oh, yeah. presented a Brit Award last night. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really random. Now, as soon as boss weren't featured anymore, I turned off the Brits. That was my fun <laughs> done for the evening. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the character of Killer Frost, so I can't say how much she, she's like her, but. Um, yeah, Natalie Dormer is, is somebody who hasn't really had those kind of opportunities yet. So, mm. yeah. Didn't some people want her for Captain Marvel? Yeah, originally she was one of the favourites, but she'd been in Captain America. Yeah, true. Yes, in a so, wonderful cameo. Yeah. So, so no, <coughs> little cameo. Both both shouts certainly Nick's Emma Stone as Oracle and mine. Emma Stone as Keller Frost and then one upped by Natalie Dormer as Keller Frost. Um, yeah, I could see any of those, to be honest. I think they'd, they'd all work, to be honest. Um, but yeah, definitely want to see Natalie Dormer in a, in a bigger role outside of the TV world, for sure. So, so Josh, was that one, another one that was on your list? It was, unfortunately, and now I've just realised I've used another one now I've <laughs> Can't use one of my favourites now. Oh. <laughs> so, you see, you just went too early, didn't you, Josh? Yeah, Again. I did. So, I think so. so I've heard that before, don't worry about it. On to Tony again. So what's your, is it fourth pick now, I think? Yeah, so I've gone back to a recast, and this one's a bit of a shameless gag, I'm afraid. And that would be Killer Croc, played by Dwayne the Croc Johnson. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> disqualified referee oh. I told you I told you I'm making notes on everyone's performance I mean this is not reflecting well <laughs> please let the well, record I can picture, him, I can picture him in the makeup he's I mean to be fair to, to your suggestion I mean he's a big guy and Killer Croc should be a big guy yeah so I mean and he's got the hairline for it I mean, he could pull it off. I think Do the only problem. He hasn't got fucking hair. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point. Go. 
<laughs> but I do, I mean, the only thing I'd, I'd say there is obviously, although he's now apparently not going to be making an appearance um, in Shazam, he's obviously still uh, signed on to do Black Adam. Ah, yeah, of course, yeah. yes. So no, but again, it's a great show. He was one that I I thought about bringing back, and I just thought, do you know what? I think that's been and done now. But if they possibly recast it, they could bring him back. I think I think that actor's probably done with it. He tends to not stick around for roles anyway. He never has done. Um, who who played Killer Croc? It was oh, I can't even can say his name. It's the guy from Lost. Oh, um... Hurley? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> there was Killer Croc. Oh. No, it was Mr. Echo in Lost. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, well, no, I know what oh, he's talking his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no offence meant or anything. I just, I don't want to butcher it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, listen to his podcast. You're right. He might do. He might want to come on as a guest. You never know. Well, mate, I've I've spoke too soon. So, but yeah, I did I did think about bringing him back, but he was just there was other other characters that I wanted to see. Um, before mm. before that, so Nick, what about your fourth pick? Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like do my my I had a joke pick as well, really. Um, I picked uh, the Joker played by literally anyone else. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I've got to be honest, like, I think, like, in all seriousness, though, you know, the Joker, I think, at this point in time, is just so done as a character. You know, you've got the uh, the upcoming film coming out that's like the, the prequel to the Joker. You know, he's been in the Dark Knight. He's been in Suicide Squad. I think it'd be good to give him a rest. Yeah. Um, so... I went for another female because uh, I think I, you know, I, I do think we need more female. There's enough female superheroes and villains, and we don't see enough of them. So I chose Poison Ivy, Ooh. and my pick for Poison Ivy, Felicity Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she good, has good those lips. <laughs> well, that's better than my choice for Poison Ivy. I'd scribble down here. <laughs> <laughs> is it Uber Thurman again? <laughs> no, it was another Australian, actually. To, to be fair, my backup pick for um, King Shark was Arnie. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I scribbled Danny Von Strahovski for Poison Ivy. Yeah. yeah. Hello, ladies. She was in Chuck with Zach Levi. Ah, uh, okay. And she's currently in um, The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Oh, who's she in that? Is she the wife? Yeah. Okay, I know you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Yeah, both both great shouts. I think Felicity Jones kind of needs something off the back of now that Rogue One did all right. She's um she's fairly well known now. I think it'd be nice to see her get one of those meteor meteor well, roles that might last for a while as well. Well, she, I mean, the thing is, like, I didn't actually realise this because I never got around to seeing the second one, but she was Black Cat. Yeah, she was. And she was supposed to have her own spin-off, which never materialised. Um, and so I thought, yeah, she, it'd be good to get her into uh, a bit of a more 
a bit more of a meteor role. And, and Poison Ivy, is, it's one of those iconic characters, that, a little bit like how Harley Quinn was in the first Suicide Squad. Um, you know, she's just one of those really famous characters that seems to uh, be known by a wider audience. So, mm. yeah. she's one of the more bat- known Batman villains, bit really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I can, I could see that. So my my fourth pick, um, and I'm going to bring someone back who hasn't actually played the character yet. Um. And that would be Deathstroke and Joe Magliano. Oh, that was my fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. No, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's criminal that, you know, obviously they teased him in, in Justice League, yeah. and that was supposed to be the setup for him. Um, and you know, it certainly at this moment in time appears that. We're not going to see him in anything. Yeah. So I think, and he, and he fits in with the Suicide Squad. So yeah, uh, and I I think those those two characters, him and and Deadshot, would really cause some friction. Yeah. As yeah. well, they'd probably both be jostling for like um, team leader kind of role. Yeah. Which I felt was missing from the first one. Oh yeah. Because Flag was just kind of I'm in charge and and that's it. Um, whereas now I, I feel that Deadshot would, would feel more like he, as I said before, that he would be in charge. Mm. But if Deathstroke came along, he would really cause some friction, um, f- for that, that vying for the, the lead role. So I just well, felt I, that if, if you look at him as Deathstroke in that end credit scene of Justice League, that's Deathstroke, like the face wise, if you look at him, that's what, he would look like in like comic, literally ripped up the comic book. That's what yeah. he'd look like. And I really like Joe Magliano as well. He's um, yeah, I liked him in True Blood. He was great in True Blood. Um, and has, has really built a career for himself from someone that was that was kind of nothing to all of a sudden now being this big star that everybody kind of wants. Mm. Um, he's done a done a really fantastic job. So, so yeah, so Josh. Your final final pick, um, right? I'm guessing. Okay. I've gone for a UK-based character, right? Um, in the form of the Mirror Master. Yeah. Because mm. I've the the person who I've picked for it is someone that I really want to see play Mirror Master in a Flash solo film, or if they do like a Rogues film or whatever. I really want to see Alan Cumming play Mirror Master. I can definitely see that. Alan Cumming from The Good Wife, even Doctor Who now, but we won't talk about that. Um, Nightcrawler, the original Nightcrawler. Yeah. yeah, the original Nightcrawler. I just, it's the Scottish accent mainly. And but... a lookalike of uh, mine and Tony's friend Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference to the listeners there. Yeah, yeah, he's probably, he might be listening. He does listen sometimes, so he he will be listening hopefully. So he'll he'll get. We that. might find a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the eccentricity that he brought to the role of King James the First in Doctor Who, but also the seriousness of his character Eli Gold in The Good Wife. I think if he got like a marriage of the two of those sort of characteristics of both characters, I think that'd be perfect for Mirror Master. 
I mean, he's a fantastic actor. Yes. Like you say, he he's someone that's got enormous range. You know, he can sing, he can act, uh, he can play all manner of characters. Like my my issue, I know Paul loves Will Smith, but my issue with Will Smith is that he can be extremely samey. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because he's so, such a big star that people don't feel they can give him direction. I don't know what it is. Because he, he, can, he can act, and he has acted, you know, plenty of times, but of late, he seems quite one-note, and I'm not sure exactly why, but Alan Cummings is just somebody who, whatever role he has, he completely makes it his own. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I want him, because I want... Like, when, when Christopher Reeve took on Superman, he made that his own because he brought the more... Uh, mild-mannered Clark Kentness to it. So that's why that role was his for such a long time. It was so hard to fill his shoes. And then somehow they decided Brandon Routh was the guy to do it. But he would make that his own thing. And that's what a lot I think a lot of people would go watch that film and say, he was fantastic as that Scotch guy. Don't know what the character was, but he was great. <laughs> Because, let's be honest, Miramaster's not really that well-known unless you watch The Flash or yeah. read the comics, really. So, I'm definitely seeing a trend between all of us that we we seem to be picking Flash villains. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest, they've had the most development over the past five years, so... Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's more to come. Yeah. Um, if, if I can throw one last thing in that is not one that's been on Arrow, Flash, any of them, Sportsmaster... Honest to God, right, I have always been a Marvel kid more than a, a DC kid, right? Marvel was always my, my first choice in comics when I was little. I, I've read DC comics as well, but I always had like a, a much closer association to Marvel. And you pulling out names like Mirror Master and Sportsmaster are exactly the reason why. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I mean, the, that was one of the best gags in, in the Batman Lego movie was when they come out with, like, the Condiment King and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Condiment because, King, Killer Moth. Yeah. Like, Rock King, Calendar Man. Oh, jeez. I mean, they've, they've really... Calendar Man cameoed in one of the Batman games, didn't he? Oh, do you know what? He was creepy as fuck in that game. Yeah. He was creepy in Arkham City. Creepy. That's it, Arkham yeah. City, yeah. That's yeah. The one. But um, Sportsmaster is actually really centric to the Young Justice cartoon. And he's done really well as a character, but I think if they brought him to live action, I'd really like to see Jason Statham play him. Because I just think he'd fill the role perfectly. So does he have killer footballs or something, or...? <laughs> so basically, he, he uses um, sports equipment. It, it's like, that's like his gimmick. So he'll have like exploding hockey pucks and. <laughs> so he's, he, he's basically Casey Jones from the Turtles crossed Pretty with much. Gambit. Okay, but with, <laughs> but with a much worse name. Yeah, basically. I mean, saying that, I mean Jason Statham is another one of those actors that hasn't. You know, there's when you look at like actors that haven't been in a, in a major superhero film, there's actually not that many. Even if it's like a cameo yeah. or something, there's not that many. And for some reason, Statham just hasn't featured, has he? 
I think to. he might be trying to avoid them, you know. Oh, no, it, it could well be. I mean, well, he, he had a I right proper gets... daredevil, didn't they? Because they wanted to cast him as Bullseye. Yeah. And he went apeshit about it. Really? Yeah. I can see, I, I mean, I, I actually, um, I, I take it we're talking about the, the Ben Affleck. No. Daredevil. Yeah. The TV series. Yeah, right. No, he wanted, them, oh, really? he wanted them in the film as well. I'm sure I heard. No, that. it was the TV series. They desperately wanted him to play Bullseye in this last season. Oh, what? Um, and he basically went on a big rant about how it was all fake and no one did their own stunts. And well, I mean, the, the thing is, that, you know, the TV and you've got a it is a TV series. I know a Netflix mm. series or whatever, but um, some some actors are still uh, above that. Yeah, I feel they're above that. So, uh, I, I, in a way, I kind of, I kind of get it. But it's a shame. I, I think he he would um, he'd make a good addition to uh, a superhero film for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, Tony, your fifth and final pick. Right. Yeah. So I've gone a little bit left field again here um, with oh, a predominantly a Batman villain. Oh. Um, Probably would have to tweak his origin story a little bit, maybe. And that would be Neil Patrick Harris as either Basil Carlo or Matt Hagen's Clayface. Yeah. Oh. Um, purely based on the back of what I, the bits and pieces I've seen of him in um, the Netflix show. What's it called? Let me snick it. Let me snick it. Yeah. So, so a Matt Hagen or a Basil, it was more basically him doing the characters, maybe, than a big lump of clay. Yeah. Okay. I, I I almost picked uh Clayface actually because he's always been a villain that I've I've quite enjoyed. Um and Neil Patrick Harris again, like Alan Cummings, just one of those all rounder actors. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a, he's definitely an interesting character that, that hasn't been done in, in live action. Um and should be, really. He's yeah. he's always been he's very part hard of the to do though. Yeah, he's always been part of the mythos. A lot of the, the animated series have featured him. Um, yeah. The games have featured him as well. Um, yeah. But he's just ne- just never made that jump to live action. And as you say, it is difficult. But with the way CGI is now, I don't think it would be that difficult. Yeah. You just have See, to look back to, like, Sandman and Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm. That worked, yeah. and that's, what, 10, 15 years ago now. Yeah. Um, the jump See, if, made you, now. if you were gonna do, if you were gonna do Clayface, personally, I'd go for Clancy Brown, because I think oh. the voice would be an absolutely perfect fit, especially when they put a little bit of like drone on it to make it sort of muddy and things. Yeah, I think so. That would be that would be going down the lump of mud route, and he would just play the core beat version, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 And then you get guest actors in to do all the transformation ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're both great ideas. I'd love to see them on the, on the big screen. Mm. Um, so, Nick, your final choice? Well, I've heard a lot of talk about left field choices tonight. And frankly, I think you've all disappointed. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think anyone's gone left field enough. So it's alright. Oh, like my Mighty Mouse, here I come to save the day. So, I would love to see, because I really liked the character back when I was younger, I want to see Guy Gardner. And I used to go to school with him. I'm sorry, he has <laughs> just out left field with us. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I went not. to school with somebody with that name. <laughs> Poor sod. So, you're uh, Well, speaking of which, I casted him with Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Fits right in. Conan O'Brien. I've actually had to look him up now. Hang on. You know Conan O'Brien is? Oh, my God. No, Guy Gardner. Oh, oh I'll let you off then. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I just think, I mean, one, there's a resemblance. Yeah. And yeah. Guy Gardner uh, was obviously around before uh, Conan O'Brien was uh, famous. So there's no kind of similarity there. But he's a bit of a joker character. Uh, Conan O'Brien is a bit of a joker in real life. So I just think it would really work well as like a comedy foil. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, we might get a decent Green Lantern on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. It depends where the Tom Cruise gets his claws on it. Hope that doesn't happen. No, I, I think that ship sailed now with two more Mission Impossibles. I don't think I he's going to be. Yeah, I don't I think he's going to be available. That wouldn't happen. Yeah, I think, don't think he's going to be available for a while. Good. So, so I'm bringing it back on the the straight and narrow, uh, the speedy straight and narrow, should I say? And I'm bringing in the Reverse Flash. Oh, I, I. I had. Uh, Wait, which version though? Because there's like five of them now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still sticking with the Obar Thorn version. Right. Um, and I'm going with Michael Fassbender. Mm. I don't think he's been allowed to play the villainous Magneto enough. Oh no, I definitely not. I think he's still been too tied to being Xavier's best friend I, throughout these I films. Watched... I watched X-Men Apocalypse last night for the first time. What an atrocious film. Yeah. Oh, now <laughs> I want to see it even more. I still oh, haven't seen it. Right, it no, it's not as bad as X3, though, let's be perfectly honest. Uh, you know what? I would rather see X3 again because Vinnie Jones isn't in X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> and he's so <laughs> awful in X-Men 3 that it almost turns around to being acceptable. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the bit that, that got me was the fact that they they took him to Alkowitz and then, you know, he causes loads of destruction afterwards. And you're like, Are you, what, what, what did you learn? <laughs> what did you actually learn? The whole film's a mess. And, I mean, the fact that Ivan Ooze is the villain is just the icing on the cake. What a waste of Oscar Isaac that is. Um, but after, after Days of Future Past... Um, that film series, I've never seen a film series go down so quickly, except I suppose X2 to uh, X-Men 3. Uh, yeah, X3, yeah. Um, but, e- but even then, I think this could be worse. Um, but, I mean, Fassbender is a great actor. Yeah. He is a great actor. Um, I mean, I think the problem is he plays such an iconic character in those X-Men films. Um, and that might be a seen as a bit of a step down, but I think he'd probably... I can imagine it being a better character performance than, yeah. as you say, he's allowed to do as Magneto. Yeah. I just And I know people will go, oh, you can't introduce the reverse Flash without kind of introducing him to the Flash. Mm. But I just feel the way that they've gone with these films, I don't think there's any need to. I think there's, things are so out of order now that... You could They're just going to end up with a reboot. We know, we just know it. It's yeah. just to wait until it happens. Basically, it's just like I, I would just say that 
like maybe even have Ezra Miller in it. Yeah. Because he's not gonna he's not gonna be playing Barry for a while. So maybe just not happening then. No, at the moment, nothing. They've pushed back Fantastic Beasts three, so that's filming later. So that's then moved the Flash even further back. Mm. Um, I would maybe just have something similar to what was in Batman vs Superman, of kind of having them through through time, and that the Reverse Flash has come back from this future with the with the Flash. Mm. Um, and you could just sell that, but yeah, I I just really think there's still more room. I think again, the Reverse Flash was great, great in the TV series, but I still think there's more they can do with him, and yeah. just someone with a bit more. Superpowers to them within the team, because um, a lot of it is kind of naturally based. They haven't got powers. Deadshot is basically a great shot, and and people like that. And, and I don't know. We've got the likes of Killer Shark and King Shark and Killer Croc, um, but I just feel like there there needs to be someone in that team that has got some some powers. <laughs> See, I wrote a couple more other people down with super superpowers, but I I, I went with the people that I've, I've spoken about. But yeah. I did well, people like Peekaboo, Double Down, Multiplex, Black Spider. Well, none of those are real. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not having. They are. I'm not having none of those characters can be real. Surely. <laughs> no, they are. <laughs> oh my god! And Multiplex was... is like a clone and superpower. <laughs> Double Down can create um like. Like Gambit does with it, with double, the playing cards, except the tattoos. Double Down is a burger from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, it's a horrible burger as well. So, well, are you sure you have to just go to the dictionary and pick random words? Just <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I tell you this: Double Down's actually been an Arrow. Yes, has he? he has. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, played by J.R. Bourne. I can hear the keys rapidly typing. Who is this man? <laughs> That'd be our boss doing that. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, no I was going to say, has, has anybody got any honourable mentions that they didn't quite get in their team, but would have liked to have? Uh, yeah, I, I had um, Jamie Alexander down here, originally as recasting Enchantress, which I thought was a terrible actress. But then I also thought maybe Talia Al Ghul. Oh, yeah. Good she could put a decent um, accent on with that, like they did in the Arkham games, actually. That's a shout, mm. that. Yeah. Nick, did you have anybody that you wanted to give an honourable mention to? No, I think I think that's it. I'm, I'm quite glad that no one um, opted to bring Harley Quinn back. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, look, I've got nothing against the Harley Quinn character. I've got nothing against Margot Robbie. She's obviously going to have her own spin-off anyway, so... Um, I don't. I don't think you necessarily need a back. And, and certainly, by the sounds of what they're proposing with this, is that we're not going to see a lot of the cast back. So, um, no, I, I think I think everyone's done really well, with the exception of of my shout, Guy Gardner, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had one honourable mention, and uh, and I felt the need to get another bat villain in there. Um, on my part, having only only picked Deathstroke as a kind of side character for Batman. Um but I was I was actually gonna bring in Scarecrow. Oh um and my casting would have been Hugh Laurie. 
Oh, Ooh. interesting. Oh. I just yes. felt it needed someone a little <laughs> bit older than than Killian Murphy played it. Someone a little bit yeah. more off the wall who could play that mm. kind of. He's would not you, quite would you with want it. Him to go in the direction of his um, house character. Yeah, kind of. That was, yeah, I was kind of where I was going. It. Yeah, kind what of just he... off the wall. I'll tell you what, actually, um, he was he was like the main villain in um, the the Night Manager with um, old Loki. Mum. Yeah, yes, he was. And in that, he was great because he was menacing, yet he was always cool and calm yeah. at the mm. same time. It was that really yeah. unnerving kind of menacing. And it's the first time I know, like House, he'd be like quite sarcastic and you know a bit over the top and stuff like that. But in that role. He, you really felt um, he was a, an evil git. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I think Kitty Murphy was good in those films as Scarecrow, but I think you're right, Paul. I think he really he was too young. Yeah. Mm. I think for the character. And wasn't so, quite off the wall enough for me. He kind of, he was just a straight up kind of doctor, and then all of a sudden, he. Oh yeah, you know, I'm actually also crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's 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 Nolan all over, isn't he? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not really a fan of of that trilogy of films. Um, I, I think they take themselves far too seriously. I mean, at least it gave us Tom Hardy's Bane, which is yeah. obviously <laughs> hilarious. But um, <laughs> <laughs> get me from shit here. Um, I, but I mean, those films were. I, I know, like that was his his take on things, but. I think it took a lot of really great characters and reduced them to kind of almost caricatures of what they could have yeah. been. Yeah, the, um, for me, yeah. the only character that came out of it particularly well was the Joker. Oh, of course. Yeah, well, yeah without... And I, I don't think anyone will would ever argue with you with that. But, I mean, no. Two-Face was, was completely wasted. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Scarecrow, Bane. Uh, yeah. Even to an extent, I'd say Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, but both the was... al Ghuls were... Talia yeah. was wasted in the third film as well, and 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 Catwoman actually for mm. that as well. And I mean, I I really like Anne Hathaway, and I think she would have made a a good Catwoman. Um, but I just don't think that version of Catwoman was was right. See, no. I I think Anne Hathaway only suited that particular version of Catwoman. Whereas, yeah. like, if you were to cast like, oh God, hypothetically, who as Catwoman? I don't know. The same, oh, should... same Emma Stone again, like we did before. If you just cast Emma Stone, <laughs> is that his one response? Uh, we, we need, we need a bird for this flick. Are we going to get Emma Stone? Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Emma Stone. She's not doing anything. She just had her neck broken by Spider Man. Come on, come over here, girl. But um, if you were to pick, I think Anne Hathaway just suited that more realistic take on Catwoman. Whereas if mm. you take the version from like the animated shows or even Tim Burton's version where she could press, press the can't speak today. I haven't got my teeth in. Um, she could literally leap from one building to another with like a massive gap in between them because it's a comic book film. You can get away with murder mostly like, like Viola Davis. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about, what about Halle, Halle Berry's version of Catwoman? Oh, You're saying that oh, like, like, <laughs> Let's not go there. You knew you were coming on a comic book podcast. You decided to bring up that monstrosity. What is wrong with you? 
Uh, don't worry, because I was going to mention when you mentioned Christopher Reeve earlier that next week I'll be taking a trip to Milton Keynes. <laughs> so I'll be checking out the uh, the filming locations for Superman 4. Fresh <laughs> Oh. As he flies over the Argos warehouse. That's right. <laughs> it's Metropolis, damn it. But get your oh, cheap Jim Gear here. That's it. Look out for those concrete cows. <sighs> so on that note, I think we we've all built our teams. There's some some great shouts, some really left field stuff. Some that you'd probably expect as well, though. As Nick said, I didn't expect everybody to say no Harley Quinn. So mm. that, or that, Rick Flag, or Rick Flag, yeah, for that matter. Oh, I've not asked about him. Let's be honest. No, <laughs> but I'm not so, a fan of that actor anyway. To be honest, no, and he's, he's a not. bit bland, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Well, hang on. You said you wanted to keep Jai Courtney, so I think you've got That was me. That was him. Oh right. Well, then definitely no. Uh, yeah. Can't compare it. If you say Joel Kinnaman's bland, have you seen the new Robocop? I think that's a uh, thing. I, I have, unfortunately. Oh, damn. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, on that note, I want to say thank you to, to Josh and Tony, as always, for joining me. No problem. And I want to thank Nick for joining us tonight, um, filling in because he was bored, mainly. Um, it's <laughs> always a pleasure. Like, that? like I... I've enjoyed myself. It's been great being on here. It's been great meeting some, um, you know, new and fellow podcasters, especially those that are on the After Dark Network. Um, but no, I've, I've had a, I've had a blast. So thank you very much for for having me on and entertaining my Cody O'Brien suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back in March. We're we're going to come back. I think we're going to do our goodbye to the Netflix Marvel shows. Um, sadly, this this has been recorded the week that Jessica Jones and the Punisher were both cancelled. Um, so it was kind of last minute, and we thought we'd carry on with the idea that we had for this show already. But but next month will be our our farewell. We'll probably talk about Jessica Jones once that comes out. But I think for now we're we're going to say goodbye to the rest of the shows um, with a with a tribute show. We've been lucky enough to to have a couple of actors from the shows be on the show before. Um, so we re- really probably would say that the show exists because of those Netflix shows more than anything. Um, and, and the change of name, I think, came about mainly because those shows were starting to disappear. Um, so we went more all comic book because of, of that. Um, so we're, we're going to say farewell to those shows on the next, next episode. So. Thank you for joining us, everybody, and we'll be back next month. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Network.